All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sam's DFS Office Hours. It is Wednesday, August 23rd of 2023 here. First Office Hours show since the 3.0 launch yesterday. Hope you guys really enjoyed the show. I know I did a really good time hanging out with Jordan, getting to chop it up with him here on stream for everybody here. But with that being said, for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. It's a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways. One, you can send us an email, support at SaberSim.com. Two, you can post your questions live in the YouTube chat. And three, you can post your questions in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description below of this video. You also get access to all of our similar channels. See when lineups are released. See when players are scratched. See when Sims run for that updated news. Get access to all of our individual sport channels. Get to ask questions and uh, take and receive feedback about DFS strategy uh, from other members of the community, from other members of the SaberSim team here. So can't say enough good things about the Discord overall. But with that being said, going to get the app pulled up here. And just looking ahead to today, we have a seven-game early slate already underway here for MLB. We have a four-game afternoon slate and a six-game main slate. So plenty of DFS action coming at you all day today. And then we also have the Tour Championship teeing off tomorrow morning here. So a lot of great things going on here. Uh, you know, we have the new version of SaberSim. If you guys want to try it out, there is a link to a five-day free trial in the description of this video as well. But... With that being said, going to kick this off uh, with questions that came in via the Office Hours channel first here, and then we will jump over to the YouTube chat. So it looks like we're going to start with this question here from Baseballers. I think that this is probably a great place for us to start today. So question says, uh, let's say I do the profit plan like Jordan's video from May. When I run my 5,000 lineup pool, and let's say I have five custom SIM settings for the various low stakes, 20 max, 150 max, three max, single entry, do I need to sort each contest by their SIM setting and save to each corresponding contest one at a time, or can they all be autofilled, each contest type being autofilled according to a particular metric, such as ROI, if all my custom SIM settings are checked? Okay, so this is a really good question here. Uh, kind of gets into the the multi contest sim process here, right? So even even before that, let's go back to uh, the DFS profit plan, right? Our the DFS profit plan is our contest selection framework that we created via back testing that we have up on our YouTube channel. It's a 17 minute video. Would highly recommend checking it out if you're not familiar with it. But basically, the the gist of that video says to take your single entry and three max contest group those into one build and then take your 20 max and 150 max contest and then group those into a second build here. I think that you could do something similar for your contest sim settings. If you have, you know, multiple low stake single entries, or if you want to group like a $1 single entry, $2 single entry, and your $1 three max, if you want to group all three of those contests in one contest sim, I think that's okay. I think that, you know, you're not going to lose a ton from doing that. You could set up a different contest sim for each one here. Um, there's nothing wrong with doing that. So if if we if we wanted to come in here, set up a, a couple contest sim settings, right? I'm just going to call these different things. I'm not going to worry too much about the details here, but let's just call this uh, $1 save. We're going to create a second here. $2 save. 
And then I'm going to create a third here, $3, and then save. So then now I have these three contest sim settings, right? So let's go build some lineups here. So I'm going to go to my build settings. I'm just going to build 500 lineups for this demo here. Make two projection adjustments here to unlock the build lineups button. Going to kick this off. And then once this runs, you will get a green contest sim button here. And then that is how you kick off those contest sims that you have set up as well, right? So lineups are finishing up now. And then once these lineups load, I'm going to hit run contest sim. So what this is going to do, it's going to run all three of those contest sims as many times as you set. I believe the default is 50,000. You can increase that number to 100,000 times. And then it's going to do that for each lineup. And then all three of these lineups, because I'm sorry, because there are three contest sim settings, all of the lineups are going to get three different values here. So when I go to sorting methods, you see I have a $1 drop down, I have a $2 drop down, and a $3 drop down. So basically, I can look at how this top lineup performed in the $1 contest sim I ran, in the $2 contest sim I ran, and in the $3 contest sim I ran. Uh, to be honest, I think that when you're using multiple contest sims, I think it's a great opportunity to try out compact lineup mode. This is something new here. So I know you guys are really used to seeing all of the lineups um, in this in in this format here, right? It's, it's one lineup. It takes up a lot. Excuse me. A little sick so um it takes up a lot of space here right so this compact lineup mode what it does is it puts the lineups more in a left to right format here so i i like this specifically if you don't care too much about the players in your lineup you want to look at the overall lineup metrics here a little more especially when you get into these roi ones uh, this gives you a great opportunity to do that so what i can do here is i can scroll over and then I can either one drag these over. So I have my ROIs here, right? My $1 ROI, my $2 ROI, my $3 ROI. I have all my percentiles for the lineups. Right now it's sorting by Saber score by default because that is what it was sorting by previously, right? So what I could do, I see my lineups, see my salaries, uh, all the detailed stats I want, you know, stacks, uh, stack sizes, et cetera here. And then I can see all these ROIs. And then let's say that I want to go in and Fill, fill lineups based on this, right? So then it's like, okay, I have five contests in my um, low stakes uh, contest that I did, right? My $1, my $2, and then my $1 three max. That's five contests. So then I'll just change my number of lineups to five here. And then I'm going to sort by this $1 option here. And then I could I could do a couple things at this point, right? One, I can just take the top five ROI lineups Two, you know, I can still make adjustments to mini uniques if I want to do that. Right. And then it'll show you, you know, still how far down in your pool you're going. Right. So I can still see the rank of the lineups and then I can see what the ROIs, uh, how they change. And then, so I still, still have like a lot of options here. Right. So I think that this is like a super cool way to, to look and view your lineups here. But if you don't want to do that, if you'd rather uh, be a little more hands-on, just just keep that off here and then use these arrows to move back and forth. And then this will still get you to the table. Uh, in the summary stats, you can scroll. So if you're not seeing everything uh, because there are just so many metrics, you can just scroll down and then see them, right? So that is another way 
to do this. And then what I would suggest is scrolling down to the last lineup in your set and then uh, seeing seeing what those ROIs are for those bottom lineups, right? So that is that is another way to do it here. So a lot of options for you guys. Um, definitely different ways to do this. But one of my favorites is going to be the compact lineup mode and then analyzing these lineups based on the metrics. And then I can determine, you know, what lineups I want to put into which contest. Uh, one thing that we've talked about a little bit internally here is um, if if you're somebody who likes to play a unique lineup in every entry here, I would, I would recommend trashing these lineups once you fill them. So basically what you're going to do is you are going to uh, save these lineups, right? So I'm going to click save to contest, and then I'm going to save them to my CSV here. Uh, what I would do is is go through and trash these. I don't. I think there's a bulk trash option coming very very soon here. Like if you're playing 150, that's gonna be like uh, really hard to do. But basically, you know, if 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 these lineups are good at one of these levels, they're probably gonna be decent at the other contest sims as well. They might not be the top, but they're gonna be close, right? So then one thing to note here is like, hey, you know, if I don't, if I just go and I resort by another metric here. Uh, there's nothing to say that I'm not going to get the same lineup twice here. So then you could end up uh, having, having you know, a small number of lineups that you're actually playing. So going in and trashing these lineups and then playing uh, new lineups with, with, you know, still high ROIs, but ultimately different lineups overall is going to be the best way to get uh, a unique lineup in every entry that you have. So hope I answered your question, baseballers. But if I didn't, let me know, and I will uh, circle back to that one. Looks like you also had a couple questions here in the uh, YouTube chat. Might be might be of of the similar of similar taste here. So we'll we will circle back to those once we uh, get through all these questions in the Office House channel. Okay. Uh, looks like Vegas golf fanatic had a little back and forth with Jordan there. I'm going to, I'm going to leave that alone for now. Uh, interesting question from Doxed here. We'll, we'll talk about this a little bit. So this question says now that Saber time has many contest sims and lineup ROI is mainstream. What does the future of DFS look like? Yeah. I mean, I think that's, you know, a, a good question, a fair question. Um, tools are obviously getting more and more advanced here. Uh, but but that doesn't mean that, you know, new edges aren't going to arise, right? I think that, you know, some of these tools will make uh, other edges that may have been around for some time uh, less, less edgy, right? A smaller edge there. Uh, but that doesn't mean that, you know, these ideas and concepts uh, won't open up new edges for people to take advantage of. It's, it's, it's finding those edges that is hard, right? I think that, you know, finding edges is hard in general. And so when you find one, you know, you want to hold on to it. You don't want to lose it because, because it was hard to get, get in the first place. Right. And it's been profitable. Uh, so as, as new things come out, you know, you're going to have to just be willing to, to adapt and learn and, and look for edges elsewhere. doesn't mean that you, you know, completely get rid of what you've been doing. Right. But it just means that, Hey, you know, the industry is moving a certain way. I need to, uh, you know, Keep my keep my ear to the ground and 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 be ready to to adapt and adjust as necessary. So I think that's that's more along the lines here. All right, um, Chandre said, uh, "How do you how do you see the scroll bar at the 
bottom of the home page is there another way to scroll side to side so um i have seen this a couple times here so sometimes you know if you're on like a smaller size screen you're not going to be able to see the scroll bar sometimes so what you have to do is just change the zoom on your monitor here or not your monitor but your um your browser your internet explorer or whatever you're using here so I, i'm using chrome so in chrome they have three buttons at the top right corner where I can adjust the zoom and then I can see it. So I talked to somebody earlier and they had to zoom down to 85% to see the scroll bar uh, without having to scroll up and down on the screen. So it really just depends what you are using it on. All right. Uh, good question here from Kevlar. Question says, sorry if this has been asked slash answered. I know to right click, I know to right click to filter for a certain team. But how do you eliminate a whole team from your pool like you were able to do in the previous version? Thanks. Yeah. So so this has changed a little bit here. Um, this is probably, you know, more clicks than it used to be, unfortunately. So before in the game panel tab, you should be able to just click the X and then that would get rid of the whole team. Now what you have to do here is um, first you need to sort by team here. So if I scroll back, I get sort by team. So let's say I want to remove all of the Cincinnati players here for for whatever reason right so i right click on team and then just remember guys if you guys are on mobile uh it's going to be a long press so you're just going to hold it and then it will pop up so just hold hold the column header down and then this this will pop up so i'm going to go to filter i'm going to click on cincinnati here and then once i click on cincinnati i'm going to see all the cincinnati players you just come to the mass uncheck button on the left in the column header row and then that's going to get rid of all the Cincinnati players. And then I'm just going to hit apply here. And then I'm going to go back to team here. I'm going to get rid of that filter by just going back to select all. And then now I'm going to see all the players again. So that is how you're going to have to get rid of teams in this new version of the app. Okay. Next question from Kevlar here. <clears throat> Question says, also, I noticed that when I use quick swap to replace players that weren't in lineups, the changes were not made in the lineups or build exposures, but it appears they were in the entries. Is that a bug? It makes it confusing when looking at their originally built lineups after swaps have been done. Okay, so so this is a, a really good opportunity to talk about late swap here. So I'm going to go back to the early slate for this morning because um, the early slate has already started here. And I was actually talking uh, with somebody about this. So if you need to late swap, right, um, we'll talk about quick swap too. But if you need to late swap, you know, it used to be an option under your build settings here where it'd be like at the top right, it would be toggle on late swap here. Now this is different. So this is essentially your, your original set of lineups here. You need to go to contests. And then from the contest tab, you can see your contests, you can see your exposures, and you can see your lineups, right? In this lineups pane on the right, there is a late swap button. If I click late swap, it will open up a new workspace. And then now this is a late swap workspace where players are already going to be grayed out if their games have already started. And then my number of lineups is locked based on how many lineups um, were, were selected here. So if you wanted to do a late swap for only a few contests, you would just uncheck the contest that you don't want to late swap for and then the builder would recognize that right so this swap to um workspace is going to be your workspace for late swaps here and then i just need to make my two adjustments to projections and then i would be able to kick off my late swap build here so that is how 
you do late swap here. And then um, if you do a quick swap, it's not going to update the build that the lineups were originally from. It's going to update your contest tab here. So if you were to come here, your lineups are going to update. Your um, exposures are going to update, right? Your contests are going to update. So all of like late swap exposures, lineups, contests are all going to be within this contest tab and the swap tab. So you're never really going to interact with the original build that you use to build your lineups. But really good question. Uh, that was definitely worth clarifying there. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat. Uh, it looks like this first question from baseballers was the same one. He just posted it twice. And then second question was, how do I remove entire games from builds? Um, so we just went over that. So just uh, remind a little bit, and I answered that for Kevlar here. And then scrolling down here. So a couple more questions here. Uh, just two from Daniel, it looks like. So if anybody has any questions on their mind, something that they want to get answered, now is a great time to get those questions in here. Uh, real quick from Joe. Joe said that makes sense. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, man, happy to help out. All right, so last question at the moment from Daniel. Daniel said, good afternoon. I worked really hard on my tennis lines this morning for the main slate, and there was an error in my line building that I couldn't see and was able, unable to load my lines in time. When building, I only saw Saberson ownership for showdown unless I built my contest size, and then I was able to choose that contest sim. Is that the right steps for building showdown? Thank you. Okay, so we're talking about tennis here. So we're talking. So let's go over to tennis. So I'm gonna go to slates, DK. I'm gonna go to tennis, and I'm gonna go to this main slate here because it says you played the main slate. I couldn't see ownership. Um, so just a couple things on here. So for for MLB specifically, right now we have all of the different ownership drop downs here. So you're just going to see ownership, right? Um, one thing I think that might be confusing for you guys is that when you run a build here, so like let's say I run a build, right? I'm gonna run, I'm gonna build 500 lineups for this example. Okay, so so Daniel is still here clarifying for me a little bit here. Uh, thank you. So. So you can only see so many columns by default here is, is basically what I'm getting at here. Um, there are going to be extra additional columns as you scroll to the side. So when your lineups finish here, you'll notice that I don't see my exposures for my lineups, right? And I'm just going to turn compact mode off for now so I can see my lineups like normal. Um, we know where, where are my exposures, right? My lineups finished. Where do my exposures go? So you're just going to have to scroll over to the side here just a little bit. And, and then these are going to be available to you, right? And then they can update as you make adjustments here. So just be aware that, you know, you might have to scroll a little more just, um, side to side because this is basically like, uh, once those lineups are built, this is like the old, like post build format where those lineups are taking up screen space. And then you, you only have so many columns available to you. You can adjust these, right? If you don't care to see um, maybe like opponent or value, right? So I, what I could do is I could right click on this column header and then click on the right side here. So the left side is a filter. The right side is the ability to edit columns. Maybe I don't care about opponent. Maybe I don't care about value, right? If I get rid of those two columns, well, then now I have additional space. Uh, maybe I can even get rid of status too. Status. And then now I can see exposures and pool with my minimax exposures, with my ownership, with my projections and salary and names all within this screen, right? And then I can still see my lineups 
on the side. Also, uh, what you can do here, I want to see, um, you can just, you know, uh, shrink your lineups. Maybe you don't care to see, you know, ownership and projection. You just want to see the players, their opponent, and the salary. You know, you could make additional space by by just moving things around, right? So you guys are going to have to kind of play with it a little bit, get a feel for it here. Um, but, but Daniel, I don't know exactly what error you ran into here. Uh, if you guys ever have any issues, go up to the top, right? Go to this report a problem link, write us a brief description. This gives us information about your session that allows us to troubleshoot your issues. See if it's a bug, see what went wrong. Uh, this helps us out a ton for troubleshooting here. So if you did some, if you, if you did that reported that problem, our support team can look into that for you. All right. Question from Clay. Clay said, how can you run the contest sim with only a five player contest winner take all? Uh, yeah, you would just set it up like that, right? So if I go to my settings here, I'm going to bring this out a little bit. Settings, contest sims. When I go to add contest size, you would just put five players. Percent to first, you would just put 100. Entries paid, you would put zero. And, uh, or I'm sorry, you would have you would have to put uh, zero zero point one effectively here. So you know, first place still counts, right? So you can't say zero percent of entries get paid, but you can say zero point one, right? So then th this would just be the top of the contest here. So you know it's one hundred percent to first. You know that um, only the top players are getting paid. So that is how I would set that up. This should work fine. Um, technically, if it's a five player contest, twenty uh, percent of entries are paid since one out of five is 20% here. Um, so I think, you know, putting this at 20 would, would be fine. Or I also think putting it at 0.1 should also work just fine as well. But that, that is how I would set that up. All right. Question from Dante. This is a good one here in the office hour channel. Question says, can you go over the favorites option again and how to select those lineups from different builds to make it all in one? I can definitely do this. So let's go back to MLB here. And then just, just a note for you guys, um, you can see that, you know, it, it defaults to my slates here. So basically what my slates is, my slates is any slate that you have built a lineup for or have entries for. So I've done lineups for the early slate, the main slate and for MLB and then the tennis main slate as well. So then those are all going to be options here. And then, um, or I have an entries file or I star them, right? So maybe I want to go into MLB. It's like, okay, I'm going to play, you know, all these MLB slates. I'm going to star them all, right? And then once I star them all, I'm just going to play the classic slates. Those will show up on my slates as well. So a couple different ways to just quickly view like, hey, how, how many slates do, am I actually playing today, right? And then if you did this across sites, it would work the same as well. So you would have DK, FanDuel, et cetera, all in one. So I'm going to go to the DK main slate here. And then we're going to talk about the favorites option. So let's say that you are playing a 20 max contest, right? So what I want to do is I want to clone this build. So I have two builds now, right? Um, let's assume I'm playing a 20 max contest. And let's assume that I want to do 10 lineups a particular way and then 10 lineups a different way. But I want to put those two sets of 10 together into my 20 max. So the way I would do that is in my build one here, I would set my number of lineups to 10. I would make any adjustments I want, whatever I want to do here. And then in, so the save to contest button is going to go to your CSV, the star icon, this save to favorites button. What it does is it sends these 10 lineups 
to this tab that is currently grayed out, this star favorites tab. So when I click that, this star favorites tab, the star is going to turn green and then it's going to activate. It's going to be able to be clicked on. So when I click on this now, boom, I see my 10 lineups. Okay. So we know that the, the build one, the 10 lineups went to favorites. Now, when I go to build two here, well, let's say that um, I'm going to build new lineups here, right? So I'm going to do fresh lineups here. And then once these lineups are built, I can set my number of lineups back to 10. I can save those to favorites. And then now when I go back to my favorites tab, my favorites tab is going to have 20 lineups. And then from the 20 lineups there, I can use the save to contest option. And then that is how I combine those two sets into one contest now. So definitely a feature that a lot of people were asking about for a very long time. So I'm really happy that we were able to uh, build that feature, get that into users' hands. But these lines are finishing up. Grab a little water. Okay, lineups are finishing up here. Going to do exactly what I said. My lineups to 10. Save to favorites. Now when I go to my favorites tab, there are 20 lineups here. And then I would just use the save to contest option. And then I could fill these entries, download it, and then upload it to the site. So that is how the favorites work here. I, I think it's going to be super cool. I think a lot of people, you know, for showdown specifically as NFL showdown approaches here, really like to just build for different game scripts. Like, okay, you know, I want to do so many lineups for like a uh, a low scoring game script. I want to do so many lineups for a shootout. Um, I think that, you know, you're going to be able to do this so well, right? And like, let's go to a showdown. I just want to talk about this a little bit here. So I have the St. Louis Pittsburgh showdown here. So let's say that, you know, I'm playing a 150 max for this showdown. And I want to build so many lineups that are a shootout, right? Or I'm sorry, it's, it's not football, but a high a high scoring game, right? So then I'm going to go to my team stacks. I'm going to adjust my projected runs, right? And let's say that, you know, I'm going to increase St. Louis to eight runs and Pittsburgh to seven runs, right? I'm going to play, apply those changes to the game. What we do when you adjust team totals is we have our, our database of Sims, right? We have thousands and thousands of Sims for the way that this game plays out. What we do is we start shaving off Sims. We start discarding Sims that are basically opposite of the changes you made. So we increased St. Louis's team total here. We increased the team total for both teams, right? So we are just going to start discarding the lowest scoring games from our set of simulations until the new mean total reaches this uh, these thresholds here. So if you set eight and seven, we're just going to start trashing all of the sims that are really low scoring so say we started with 5000 sims now maybe we had to get rid of half of those to get the team totals to this high of a point so then now when we go in and randomly sample your sims we're only sampling a subset of those 5000 now there's only 2500 sims for example that are even able to be chosen from when building your lineups right so then i'm going to build you know so many lineups with this script and then i could go and do a uh you know, low scoring script where, where I think it's going to be a really low scoring game, maybe like three to two. Right. And then I, I would do this in a new build though. So that's one thing I didn't say. So then I would go to build two here and then I would go to my team stacks and then, you know, maybe Pittsburgh two runs, maybe St. Louis three runs. Right. And then same thing's going to happen. We're going to start shaving off the highest scoring games 
and then only have, you know, so many low scoring games available to choose from. And then I can build so many lineups from, from, from this type of, uh, game script and then I can just combine all of those right so I think NFL is like a perfect use case for combining all of these different builds and doing all of these game scripts and one you're still using the sims you're still leaning on the sims you're just curating your sim pool here that you're pulling from for these different builds that you're making so I think it's going to be super cool happy to talk about it more all right Daniel said when in settings of a build to run in contest sim in the field lineups are available to choose which size, but in, in showdown MLB was not showing these options. Is that correct? Thank you. Okay. Um, so let's go check. So it looks like there's only one option here, which is going to be Sabersim ownership for showdown. So I believe, you know, the, the 13 ownership option is for classic slates for MLB, NFL, and NBA. So that is primarily where we are going to have all of the options for low stakes, medium stakes, high stakes, single entry, 20 max, and then MME, which is 150 max. So that that is where you will find those. Um, if you want to see what the ownership build looks like here, what you can do is go to contests and then close this My Contest, open up Ownership Contests, and then click this View icon these are the lineups that we are using for our ownership. So basically what happens is the way we create our ownership projections is we run builds on very high SIM diversity with, uh, with, with certain uh, requirements here. And then we generate field lineups. And then we use the exposures from those field lineups as the ownership projections here. So one, you can see them here. You can even um, upload them to their own build here. So if I click create custom field, it will pull up the ownership build here and, and you can see all of the lineups and then you can make adjustments, right? Maybe you don't want to use some of these. Maybe you're going to trash some of these, right? You can see all the team stack information, all the stack exposure information, et cetera here, right? And then you can make manual adjustments to this. Or if you really wanted to, you could create your own, your own build for field lineups. You could create a third build here. You know, maybe you want to use optimizer settings. Maybe you want to set some rules. And then once you do this in the build that you ran, when you're setting up your contest sim, that's going to be an option, right? So then I'm going to have a Saber sim ownership. I have to have lineups to do this. I didn't create any lineups here, but you see that this Saber sim one, these are lineups here which is why it's an option. So one, I have SaberSim ownership as a field lineup option. And then I have the SaberSim uh, tab option. So if build two or build three had any lineups in them, which I could just make some real quick to show, show you guys this. So make my two adjustments, two projections. Uh, only going to go 500 here just for the sake of time. But basically when I build these lineups here, and then once this finishes, if I go back to build one, these build three lineups will be an option in that dropdown for field lineups for my contest sim. So let's go back to build one, go to contest sim, and then now build three lineups are available. So that is how you do that. A couple different ways to do that. All right, baseballer said, lace pop add-on. If I spent time before lock saving lineups for each contest type, organized by a certain metric, can you lace swap and keep that process for each contest type? Okay, so let's go back to our early slate here where I had a uh, CSV and we're, in, we're already in late swap here. So it says before lock saving lineups for each contest type, 
organized by a certain metric. Can you late swap? Uh, okay. So what I would do here is understand, you know, how many contests you used for each metric and then just, just do multiple late swaps here. So if you have five contests, you can uncheck as many as you want and only late swap a subset of your entire contest portfolio. And then once you late swap, those are going to go to a new build and then you could even rename it, right? Like, Hey, a uh, low stakes late swap, uh, medium stakes late swap, whatever it is, right? So use this tab to select the contest that you want to late swap and then use those settings for that contest and then do it again and again for however many groups of builds that you ran. Daniel said, any advice for players that are losing on a consistent basis with a few pop-off takedowns? I've watched every video and spent a good amount of time on my build and what I think works. I've had a few takedowns before too. Uh, so... So a couple things on this. So one, baseball gets very hard late in the season, right? A lot of the softest players and softest money have left. They are gearing up for football. They're really excited for that. Um, all, the, all that's left really in the MLB streets are a lot of the grinders, right? So a lot of the edges that you had in the beginning of the season are going to um, you know, shrink up a little bit, right? Player pools are going to shrink contest sizes are going to shrink. So late season MLB is, is very hard in general, right? So I think that's like first and foremost uh, could be why you're seeing different results a little bit. Second is uh, what you described is, is DFS in a nutshell. It's, it's a lot of losing, 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 pop off, takedown, losing, 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 pop off, takedown. It is not this, you know, nice straight up arrow, right? Uh, that, that is the nature of DFS. And it's because of these, top heavy payout structures. So um, I would say, you know, don't get too discouraged in contest backtesting that we did last MLB season here in a behind the sim series. We found that a player with a, uh, a uh, positive long-term ROI expectation would only win in an, ML in an MLB uh, season, six out of 31 days in a calendar month. So I, I believe it was six to eight days. So on average, they were winning six to eight days, like, like having any profitable day, six out of eight days. And then they were playing every single day. And, and this is a player who was, who we were, you know, we inserted into this contest sim as somebody that we expected to be a long-term winner here. So a lot of losing, but it really only takes a couple wins a season to one pay for all your losses and show you a profit. Uh, one of my favorite stories is we had a user last NFL season here who, they want a playoff slate, I believe in like early January and they posted it and they said, I lost every single week of NFL season, regular season. So weeks, weeks one through 18, they said every Sunday they lost money. And then that one playoff slate in January, they said paid for all of their losses and made them a profitable player on the season. So like that is, you know, kind of the epitome of DFS. That is why bankroll management is so important. That is why contest selection is so important. So you got to keep yourself alive. So when those days do come, you can uh, capitalize on them and and win some money and become a profitable player. So I was listening to the High Stakes podcast last week, uh, Neil Orfield's podcast, very good show. And uh, he made a comment and basically said, you know, take away take away our binks and we're all losing players. So, you know, we, we this is not a sport where you are just – consistently winning, you know, multiple days a week. Like you can't compare this to something like poker. Uh, you need those binks to be a profitable long-term player. So I think that's a really important concept to understand and wrap your head around here. So 
Um, just just try and think about that when when you're going through a little bit of a downswing. Um, Daniel said, so going off your back testing, which sport should I be playing? So that back testing was done for MLB. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about it on our YouTube channel under, I believe, podcasts here, podcast option. This is our behind the sim series. And then if you go down, this was the uh, second, uh, actually it was the first series. This is how we came up with the DFS profit plan. This one through five, it's a lot of content, but if you're interested in it, check it out. And then that led to our DFS profit plan video on our homepage, which is this start winning more with our DFS profit plan, 17 minute video. This is a summary of all of that back testing. So I would check that out, but we are all caught up with questions at the moment here. While we wait for any last questions to come in, just want to remind you guys, if you guys are not playing over on owner's box, would highly recommend taking advantage of our partnership with them. We were the first major optimizer to support contests on owner's box at the beginning of the MLB DFS season here. Uh, they just released their contest offering for week one of NFL. They, their big flagship is going to be a 50 K to first contest. I can tell you guys opening day that of MLB season, their flagship overlaid. I've seen a lot of overlay throughout the season here. You can find reduced rake, no rake, Contests where they were paying you to play, where your $5 entry becomes worth more than that by the time the contest starts because simply not enough people are entering those contests. I don't think it's going to last forever. I think as the price pulls grow, more and more people are going to start playing over there. So take advantage of this uh, promo code that we offer. Uh, when you sign up using promo code SABER or SABERSIM, when you sign up, one, you can get up to a $500 deposit bonus. Two, we will track your entry fees for you, and each time you hit one of our entry fee tiers, our support team will reach out to you, letting you know you have earned a free month of SaberSim. We uh, once you you can either cash in on that prize right away or wait till the next tier. We are going to be adding an ultimate tier to this promotion, but either way, once you cash in, we will reset your tracking to zero automatically, and then you will start earning towards your free your next free month right away. There is no limit on the amount of credit you can earn while this promotion lasts. If you're looking for the sign up page, it is in the description of this video uh but with that being said we're gonna get out of here I'm, I'm i'm feeling a little under the weather here so appreciate you guys bearing with me through this stream we'll be right back here tomorrow 2 p.m eastern for our next show so until then take care go in your contest i will see you all thanks bye